Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, welcome back. Darren Mitchell here, and you're listening to another brand new episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast coming to you live back in the Macedon Ranges on this Thursday, the 28th of September, 2023. Two days out from the AFL Grand Final, Collingwood v. Brisbane. It'll be an absolute cracker. And uh, as I sit here today in my home office in the Macedon Ranges and look out my office window, there is not a cloud in the sky. A magnificent spring day. Uh, the leaves have popped. Which is, uh, which is fantastic, not a breath of wind, not a cloud in the sky. It is a fantastic day in spring. And Saturday, if you are an avid grand final uh, AFL lover, uh, it's supposed to be like 25 degrees and uh, no wind. So it should be an absolute brilliant day to, uh, to watch the AFL grand final. It's just a pity that uh, <laughs> my team is not in there, but maybe there's always next year. There is always next year. So just come back from a fantastic number of days in Sydney, working with, as I mentioned on Tuesday's podcast, an iconic Australian brand, absolutely loving working with these this organization. Um, they are, they are well, they're the lifeblood of Australia, so um, absolute privilege to work with them and uh, learned a lot, learned a lot about the organization, but also learned a lot about the quality of the people, and uh, a lot of the work we're doing is along the lines of what we're going to talk about today in terms of variety. And uh, you would have heard the term, variety is the spice of life. And yet in sales, what's really interesting, so many companies and so many sales leaders stick to a very boring, and some would say a tried and tested formula, but I say of sameness. Uh, Many, many people stick to the same formula. They want to make sure that people come from a certain background. They want to have a certain level of experience. They want to have specific personal traits or they want to have specific characteristics. And in many cases, they say, well, you have to have, in order to work in this organization, you have to have a minimum of, and I get, I love this, a minimum of five years experience in this said industry because we are a very, very specialized company and we're a very specialized industry. And if you don't know anything about this particular industry, then you will flounder. Now, uh, truth be told, there is probably an element of truth to that. But um, if you've got a really great culture, if you've got a great sales leader, and if you are a great sales leader, you have the opportunity to teach, mentor, develop, and help that person increase their level of competence in relation to that particular industry, but also your product suite. Um, it's very difficult in many cases to build competence around characteristics that for many people are innate in them. So in today's episode, I want to talk about the fact that variety is actually the spice of sales. Now, the reason why I want to talk about this is the experience I've had over the last few weeks uh, working up in Sydney and doing a few a few workshops up there is that more and more organizations are now looking further out and looking at different backgrounds and different perspectives and different experiences to try to get variety into their organization because they know that variety can actually help increase the level of engagement, increase the level of culture. Yes, in some cases, it can also cause some dysfunction as well, but that's why we need to have some very strong leadership in place and some great cultural elements in place as well. But uh, just based on my experience and working with a lot of teams, particularly over the last eight years, I've seen a lot of organizations go through the process of hiring people, 
And unfortunately, they tend to go to the same well over and over and over again. And particularly in IT, ICT, telecommunications, the background that I've had, there's a lot of, it's a very, very big industry, but at the same time, it's a relatively small industry and in that people are fairly well known to each other. And when it comes to uh, recruiting, there's a lot of organizations that tend to recruit people from, yes, their competitors. And so there's a lot of people that tend to company hop. They'll go from one company to the next. Now, there's a couple of elements to this. One is this can have some challenging repercussions on your reputation. So you've always got to be very careful what you say and who you say it to burning bridges and not burning bridges, etc., etc. But it doesn't actually augur well for, I, I think, exponential growth and really expanding capabilities because we tend to be going to the same variety of people time in and time in and time out, if that's the term, or day in and day out. And it doesn't necessarily lead to the results that ultimately these organizations are looking for. And sometimes they wonder why this is happening. And so you'll have sales leaders that are then put in put in positions and expected to mold their team into uh, a specific, I guess, culture so that they can drink the Kool-Aid of the organization, everybody's on the same page, and I look at it and say, well, most of the time they do that because it's easy, because they're looking for people who have already that background and that experience in that particular industry, rather than looking outside the square, really sitting down and thinking about, well, what is the characteristics? What are the core traits of the person I'm looking for that we can use as a foundation and then add the capability around the industry and add the capability around the products and the services and the skill set required for that particular organization because that will only enhance the innate traits that that person actually has. But unfortunately, there are too many organizations out there still in 2023 that are simply going back, as I said before, to the same well. Um, and they believe that they can, yeah, okay, mold the team into the areas and into the into the type of team they want to want to have that they think is going to deliver long-term results. But what ends up happening more times than not is they end up developing what's called a one-dimensional team and not necessarily fulfilling their maximum potential that they know they're capable of. And so multi-dimensional teams are actually needed uh, moving forward. And if you've been around for a while, you probably know what I'm talking about in terms of going to any technology organization. And I have this privilege of doing this now. So no matter what organization I go into, and this is one of the great things about doing what I do now is not being affiliated with one particular organization. I have the, uh, well, I have the privilege of being able to go into organizations and looking at how they operate uh, and also thinking about what are some of the challenges that may be faced, facing those particular senior leaders in those organizations, but also facing the sales teams as well. And interestingly, despite uh, a lot of different companies having different ways of going about doing business, they often have very, very common challenges. And one of the key common challenges is they're actually not necessarily spending enough time thinking about the innate characteristics that they need in good quality salespeople. So we want to take the lid off that. And we want to start to change it. We want to start to create an understanding that the variety is the spice of life in sales. So how do we lift the lid off sameness? When every single person in the organization, and especially maybe your one-up, two-up, three-up leaders are actually saying, hey, you need to go to the same backdrop as we've always sourced our talent from because we don't have time to train. We don't have time to develop. We don't have time to mentor. We need people who can have a fast start, who can quote unquote hit the ground running. And when we bring these people in, we wonder why in many cases in three months or in six months time, A, they don't necessarily meet the criteria, therefore don't end up passing probation, or B, they're not delivering according to the potential that we thought they had because they talked a good game and we thought 
based on their background that they'd be a great fit for this organization. So will this be challenging as a sales leader? Will it be challenging as a senior leader? Will it be challenging? And the answer to that is absolutely. However, what I can say to you is from experience, but also with working with a number of senior leaders uh, over the last few years and helping them do just this, it can be absolutely super rewarding. So um, as a sales leader, you might be sitting there thinking, well, where do I therefore source talent from if I'm not necessarily going to go to the same well? Now, one thing I will be saying is there's nothing wrong with still looking at the same talent pool. One thing we need to do better, though, as a sales leader is really sit down and think about not just the surface level characteristics that most organizations are looking for in talent to bring in, but what are the key characteristics that you need in your team that is only going to enhance the culture of the team and bring variety bring multi-dimensions to that team. Are you looking inside the square or are you looking outside the square? And one of the key examples of this, and I've I've shared this a couple of times and I won't reveal the individual's name, but many years ago, um, I was looking to recruit a person within within Optus where I was at the time. And the, the, I guess the expected approach was to go external, but also go internal within the organization to figure out where the talent pool was going to be at, and we would actually likely get the right um, type of talent. So did that, um, had a shortlist, and the shortlist was down to about four or five people, and we were very, very clear on the characteristics that we were looking for. We didn't necessarily want a person who had X number of years in sales experience. We wanted somebody who was teachable. We did want somebody who <laughs> could have a conversation and who was quite confident, but we wanted somebody who... Uh, actually had an opinion, who could think for themselves, but also could ask some really curious questions, who could hold themselves with um, with grace and poised when challenged with or faced with a difficult customer or, an, or a difficult uh, internal stakeholder. So we were looking for very, very specific characteristics. I was also looking for somebody who had persistence, somebody who had discipline, and somebody who could demonstrate consistency, but also somebody who was in here for the long haul. But all, all of that was all about thinking from a completely different perspective. So we ended up uh, going through the shortlifts, and the person who we selected was a person who had a history of uh, internal work at Optus, uh, had done a little bit of retail sales, very confident person, very uh, articulate person, uh, and also very, very young. Uh, what was not obvious to many people was that this particular person had spent a lot of years trying to be a ballerina before and after school for many years leading into teenage teenage years and beyond and so what that taught us and what that said to us is this person has discipline this person has commitment this person also has a level of consistency and dedication to the task to the point where this is a long-term play and so this particular person fit all the criteria we're looking for and interestingly a lot of the feedback that we got because it was me another another person who was doing the selection process be amazed at how many people said to us uh, and it was pretty much judging the book by its cover type of mentality um, essentially saying you you got this particular one wrong. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> truth be told, uh, this particular person became an absolute gun in the sales team and has gone on and is now a very, very well-respected global leader within a very large researching organization across the, across the world and uh, a very, very well-positioned person in the industry. And uh, you know what? Uh, I learned a very valuable lesson. That is, don't just always go to the same area and think about the same kind of characteristics and traits because that's the me too type of, of approach, but it's also the vanilla type of approach, which didn't and wouldn't have, if I had have gone down that path, it wouldn't have actually brought the variety into the sales team that we needed 
at the time. So the key message there is think about what sort of diversity can I bring into the team. Sit down as a sales leader and really give consideration to, okay, what are the logical surface level expectations that we might have and where we would normally look at talent to actually fill a specific role that we have within the sales team. That is one thing. So even if you get out two pieces of paper and think about, okay, on the left-hand side or one piece of paper, think about, okay, what sort of experience are you typically looking for? What sort of expertise does this person have? By all means, look at whatever track record they might have, and it could be in sales or it may not be actually in sales, but look at the track record. So things like, do they have longevity in a particular career? Have they moved around a lot? Uh, now, for some, that is a that is a positive trait. For others, like me, sometimes in old school, it's not necessarily a positive trait, but it's just something to be aware of and have a look at to see whether there's any key reasons as to why people keep moving. It may well be that they're just not a simple a cultural fit in that particular organization. So be curious and ask those sort of questions. So on that one piece of paper, think about all the, all the surface level sort of characteristics you're looking for, track record, sales experience, et cetera, et cetera. Then on the other piece of paper, and this is the thing that's going to take a bit more time, Give some serious consideration to, okay, what are the innate characteristics that you're looking for in the person? Now, this could go down, go down to the depth of personality styles, and, and we talk about behavior styles a lot on this on this particular podcast. So look at what sort of characteristics you're looking for in terms of behavior. Do you want somebody who is quite reserved? Do you want somebody who is uh, confident, articulate? You want somebody who is very detailed? Really sit down and think about the ideal candidate for you based on the current uh, set up of your team, but also how you can bring somebody in who's going to be different, but also at the same time complement your team. Think about what's important to you in terms of what do you need to add to the team that's currently missing. And one of the key phrases and questions to always think about is, what am I missing? So this is a bit of a strength analysis, but also understanding not so much what your weaknesses are, but where some of the gaps potentially could be in yourself as a sales leader in terms of your own characteristics, but also what's missing in the team in terms of what the team brings to the table in in terms of characteristics. So if there's anything missing, then start looking for characteristics that people have that will fill that particular gap. Yes, it may be challenging because you're gonna have people who potentially are gonna have, at at the outset at least, a level of dysfunction because they might be coming from different perspectives but your job as a, as, a, as a sales leader is to coordinate that, bring them together almost like the the uh, the conductor of the orchestra to make sure we're always heading in the right direction and embracing that level of dysfunction. Because if we can create that uh, foundation of trust within the organization, as Patrick Lencioni always talks about, if there's an absence of trust, then you have a level of dysfunction that exists within the team. If you can actually build that level of trust, it also encourages people to have a say to put their voice on the table and also have robust conversations and embrace people's differences and the different perspectives. So whether it be you want somebody who is very very confident, you want somebody who is tenacious, you want somebody who um, doesn't back down, you want somebody who loves a challenge, you want somebody who always pushes the envelope, what are the specific internal characteristics you're looking for? Because unfortunately, a lot of sales leaders when they're recruiting today do not look enough at the underlying characteristics they're looking for. What they tend to look at is what is above the surface. So to use the iceberg analogy, they're looking at the key surface level or the tangible, visible things that they can point their finger at and say, yep, that person has that experience. They have demonstrated a track record, therefore they must be, quote unquote, a good acquisition. We've got to look deeper than that. We're going to look underneath the surface to the things that are not necessarily visible. It's tapping into things like, what is this person's belief system? What do they value to be true? What do they stand for? What are their, what's their faith? Um, 
or what are their what are their perspectives? What's and all these sort of things that you don't necessarily see, but you've got to start thinking about. Okay, what are the characteristics in this particular person that I know if I bring them into the team, it will only enhance the team, not detract from the team. So I wanted to share that today because there are a lot of organisations out there that are going through the motions of recruiting, and unfortunately. They are still just looking at the surface level or above the surface. We need to, if we are to be exceptional sales leaders to build exceptional sales cultures, we need to understand that variety is the spice of sales and embrace differences. Embrace not sameness, embrace different perspectives and encourage people to bring those different perspectives to the table and to encourage them to express that on a constant basis. Now, what that needs, therefore, is us as sales leaders to first and foremost understand what we stand for, second of all, understand what the team stands for individually and collectively, and therefore understand what's missing so we can bring in people who have those different perspectives that can add color and therefore spice to the team. And that's why variety is the spice of sales. So the key message today is do things different. Don't follow the herd, do your own thing, pave your own way, but get very, very crystal clear on what are the key characteristics that you're looking to bring into your team because that could just be the difference that makes all the difference between you being a great team and you also being an exceptional team. So I trust that message helps and I trust that gives you something to think about, to pontificate about as we wrap up the week given that tomorrow the 29th of September is a public holiday here in Melbourne ahead of the grand final. So there probably will not be a podcast Oh, actually, there will be because I just realized I've got an interview tomorrow morning. So there will be a podcast tomorrow. But if you're having time off, if you are taking that public holiday, a great time to sit down and think about if you are in the position to start looking for new people to be acquired into your team, think about what those uh, characteristics are and how you can bring variety into your team. So uh, trust that message helps, trust that message resonates and look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.